Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And we've got two guests today, uh, which is Rob Bergman and Brian Linds, who are who work for Relevant Gold, uh, who are North American project generator, junior explorer, high bid business uh, model, developing gold and precious metal projects throughout the US. Um, their current portfolio is focused on discovering district scale, high grade gold deposits, through a new eyes on the rocks, uh, sorry, new eyes on old rocks approach, which obviously they can explain what that means uh, in the podcast. Rob is the CEO and Brian is the Chief Exploration Officer and Director uh, of Relevant Gold. Um, I normally do a quick introduction of both uh, guests, but I'm going to let each each Rob and Brian talk a little bit about themselves and about their careers. Um, So I'd like to welcome both both of you to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us, Rob. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on and, and be able to share a bit of our story. The story begins kind of with Brian and I in university. Um, so, you know, it's uh, it, Brian and I not only have been business partners for over 15 years, we've been uh, best friends for for much longer. And, and that started when we were studying geology in university. Uh, and we met in the first field class we ever had. Um, and I think we were we were set out to what map campus. Mm-hmm. So we you know with a with a compass in our pace and map campus and you know we spent six hours that day together uh, and and quickly ended that day with some cold beers and before you knew it we were we were close friends um, and you know kind of field partners all through university in doing our study. Um, later after that, once we graduated, we both went on to kind of do our own independent consulting geology work predominantly throughout Canada. Um, I was working in the rare earth industry, um, primarily in British Columbia, in the kind of Northern Rockies and Monashi Mountains, which was incredible, waking up and flying in a helicopter every day to do some detailed mapping work. And Brian, you were, what? Yeah, when I actually went up to Timmins, I was up in the Abitibi, um, spent about a year up there working on a variety of different projects, uh, you know, junior, uh, junior projects up there, um, gold and uh, Langmuir nickel project was one of them as well. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was a really great way to get a lot of exposure and experience, especially on the exploration side, but also on the mining side too. If you've ever been to Timmins, you know there's there's a lot of mining going on as well. So really, exposure to that full spectrum of the industry uh, right, right after university was was a really great experience. Yeah, and then basically from that point, we we kind of ended up working on a mutual project together, um, and that's when we decided to join forces and start our first business, uh, which is Big Rock Exploration, you know, technical consulting firm, predominantly operating here in North America, um, focused really working on with with majors uh, as well as some juniors and mid tiers. It's an incredible group of scientists um, that Brian and I are just on the board now and and not on the day to day anymore. Um, and, and that was kind of the first business, but we both had this vision for discovery, uh, and entrepreneurship 
And that kind of evolved from that point on to starting a number of businesses in the mining resource sector. Um, and where we're at today is, is focused on Relevant Gold Corp, which is uh, developing new discovery opportunities throughout Wyoming. Okay, and I suppose I can ask the, the question to both of you, both of you two. Um, I want to even just give us an overview of Relevant Gold Corp. Um, obviously, you formed recently and you listed recently. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to just tell us the story of the company. Yeah, well, it, it kind of stems from what you mentioned uh, in the overview, which is our new eyes on old rocks approach. Um, it's it's kind of a philosophy for exploration that Brian and I have deployed um, across our career. And it's really taking advantage of, of maybe overlooked or underexplored opportunities taking advantage of new scientific concepts uh, to lead us towards discoveries of scale. Um, and that's where Relevant Gold was born. We're an early stage junior gold explorer. We just listed publicly last August. Uh, we trade under the ticker RGC. And we, uh, you know, it was very exciting for us because this developed from a, a real scientific approach. Um, and some of our, some of our top geologists um, had really started to connect a number of dots in the literature that consistently were describing the Wyoming gold province being connected to the Abitibi gold belts during the time of mineralization. Um, and so that was really when, when you know, how, how relevant was born uh, was under this big overarching thesis that Wyoming could have a number of overlooked opportunities um, with true, with true scale. Um, and that's that's ultimately the, the kind of the the origin story there, um, and that was what about maybe six or so years ago when we started to systematically kind of chip away at, at that thesis throughout the the state of Wyoming. Um, obviously, you're you're exploring in Wyoming. Um, I wonder if you just tell us about the Abitibi connection, um, and obviously tell us a little bit about Wyoming and uh, the whole Abitibi connection. Yeah, so ultimately the, the 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 concept and one of our technical uh, advisors, Dr. Kevin Chamberlain out of out of the University of Wyoming, he actually is one of the main authors in the literature historically that, that has done a lot of the tectonic reconstruction and age dating. But it was starting to understand that in the literature where they had basically illustrated that the Wyoming geologic province was connected to the Abitibi gold belts about 2.6 to 2.7 billion years ago. Uh, and that was when the major deformational events happened. You had your Archean belts and your gold systems forming in both provinces. Later than at about 2.1 billion years, you had your, your provinces separating apart, rifting apart, and rotating to kind of where they presently reside. And so that's that's really the, the overarching thesis that, that we started to recognize pretty consistently in the literature. Um, and with that in mind, we started to identify the Archean belts throughout Wyoming uh, and understanding that that there was was large scale potential. Um, and Brian, the uh, obviously um, the connection thesis sounds like you've got a really uh, could have a really big implications. Um, what would it mean if, it, if you were correct and what kind of exploration effect uh, will it take to uh, to prove that out? Yeah, um, well, you know, the Abitibi is one of the world's uh, richest gold belts. Um, and so when we look at um, this thesis, it really opens up um, not just a camp 
or a district in Wyoming, but the entire Wyoming province uh, to have world-class uh, orogenic gold opportunity. And not just orogenic gold, in the Abitibi there's, you know, it's a world-class uh, metallogenic uh, a district that has multiple different types of mineral systems. And so we also see that throughout Wyoming. Um, and, and so it really opens up an entire province of opportunity, world-class opportunity. Um, and that's really the, the exciting, it's, it's, it's such a big concept. Um, and you know, what exploration is it gonna take? Um, it's gonna take a, really a systematic exploration approach. A lot of these uh, areas in Wyoming have been historically mined. Um, there's definitely uh, a showings and, and known kind of mineralization uh, and systems there, but large parts of Wyoming, most of Wyoming uh, from a metallogenic component has not really been explored um, you know, in, in, with kind of modern exploration. We're starting to see some of that now, obviously with relevant gold. Um, we're not the only ones in Wyoming. Um, others are, are uh, having some success there as well. Um, and so, you know, it really does, it opens up an entire province. Um, and I don't think you can really get a much bigger uh, opportunity than that. And so it's, it's gonna take a, a lot of continued uh, systematic exploration um, and drilling. Uh, a lot of our, uh, a lot of the districts out there, a lot of the, the projects, um, our projects had never been drilled before. Um, and so it's also really exciting as a geologist to have this opportunity to uh, explore uh, an entire province um, with, it, with kind of a, a new eyes on old rocks approach as Rob was explaining. Um, but, you know, to see some of the first drill holes in some of these areas is, uh, you know, how often do you get that opportunity as an exploration geologist? It's it's pretty exciting. Yeah. And what other companies are either operating or exploring within the within the region? Yeah. So there's there's a number of uh, explorers out there. Um, U.S. Gold Corp is is developing a, a mine in Cheyenne in the Cheyenne Belt. Um, they've they've been then chipping away at that and it's really encouraging there's been a lot of support um on a state level both in the in the governmental side of things as well as in the the, the communities which is great to see um there's a couple other operators gfg has the rattlesnake hills project out there uh visionary gold has some some projects as well um so we're starting to see a lot more activity out there um in the in the course of the last few years um as it is one of the the last really underexplored Abitibi Archean style opportunities out there. Um, obviously, you two guys are uh, are running the company. Um, I wonder if you just tell us a little bit about the management team and the other people or mining professionals that are involved within the company. Yeah, we're really proud of our team. Um, everybody from our board level folks down to our geologists and, and technical folks and contractors on the ground. Um, and really, you know, Brian and I have have been building teams for a long time. Our first, you know, company being a consulting firm. Um, and, you know, at the board level, we've got folks like Dr. Peter McGaw, um, who is the founder of Mag Silver, uh, one of the co-founders there, and has obviously created a tremendous amount of value in, in, the, in the marketplace. Uh, he's actually been a mentor of Brian and mine since university as well. So we've had the good, good fortune of, 
of having Peter's uh, kind of insight as we've grown as our careers. Um, in addition to that, we've got Ron Parrott. Uh, Ron Parrott, he's led the discovery of of uh, over 20 million ounces of gold, I believe, uh, in Nevada. If you were kind of add it all up, um, a lot of success. His his big big venture was AUEX, that I think eventually, uh, you know, was the discovery of the uh, Long Canyon deposit uh, and sold to Newmont. Uh, and then we've got Sarah Weber rounding out the board with Brian and I. And Sarah is the CEO of C3 Alliance Corp, which is a group that focuses on uh, kind of indigenous relationships, uh, community relationships, permitting, things like that. But she also has a, a, a pretty supreme background in geology and business. So she brings a lot to the table for us. Um, moving into the management group, you know, Brian and I, obviously, as the CEO and CXO, we've got Mahesh Lanaj as our CFO, uh, Chris Jensen hand, handling corporate communications and IR, and, and Sam Siebenhaler, ex Newmont, um, running our, our corp dev. But really, then we kind of shine on the technical advisors. Uh, we've got some really, really smart people in our group, really. Uh, fortunate to, to have such strong support on the scientific side. Uh, Dr. Dean Peterson, he actually did his, his PhD in the Abitibi Gold Belts and studied the Timmins, Kirkin Lake and Hemlock camps. Um, Tom Campbell, Dr. Campbell, he's the co-author of the Encyclopedia of Minerals. <laughs> so, you know, he, he's got a little bit of uh, technical chops, but he's spent his career as the senior exploration geologist at Homestake and then Barrick, both at the Homestake mine and the Hemlo deposit in the Abitibi. So truly understands these orogenic systems. Uh, and then Dr. Chamberlain, as I mentioned before, out of the University of Wyoming, who really is the, the kind of uh, mastermind of this tectonic reconstruction that has connected Wyoming to the Abitibi during this, this critical mineralization event. Um, and then, you know, we partner with Big Rock on a lot of our boots on the ground work. We get a lot of support there uh, and get to tap into the brilliant geologists that, that you know, really helped put this together in the kind of original uh, stages of, of concept. So, yeah, it's a, it's a very well-rounded team where we've got everything we need to execute our detailed plans, and, and we're, we're pretty happy with that. Um, question for you, Brian. Um, you com just completed your uh, dual program in 2022, uh, the first ever modern exploration to occur in the uh, district. Can you just tell us about the results and what you might indicate your about your underlying thesis? Yeah, well, we were really excited to be able to list and then um, do our first drilling program last year. Um, and ultimately achieve the proof of concept um, at Golden Buffalo, um, which is the project we drilled at. Um, <clears throat> so never been drilled before. And really with the program, we designed it to, to understand, is this uh, a system of scale? And is it truly a, a fertile system that extends along strike and at depth? Um, and so we not only were able to uh, prove that with our drilling results, but we also got uh, a really significant high-grade intercept, um, which is really exciting. Uh, you know, we drilled that at about a depth of 170 meters, um, which was uh, exciting as well because we knew we had high-grade gold at surface um, within the oxidized zone, but really getting it in the drill bit beneath the oxidized zone in fresh rock um, was was really uh, a big uh, bolster to our proof of concept and and understanding that we really 
do have a, a larger system there, a fertile orogenic style uh, uh, mineralized system um, within the greater shear zone corridor that we have at Golden Buffalo. Um, you had 83.8 grams per tonne intersect in your drilling. Um, and it's more than half of obviously your drill results. Do you consider this a discovery? Yeah, well, it's, um, I mean, it's a discovery of, of high grade gold at depth and fresh rock, kind of like I had uh, explained previously. Um, and it's really what we discovered was that the Golden Buffalo shear zone is truly a fertile uh, orogenic shear zone system uh, that is showing scale. Um, obviously, we haven't uh, discovered an ore body to date, but it is very encouraging um, that it has the grade and the scale uh, to imply that it very much uh, checks the boxes to be able to host uh, a deposit of scale or have the opportunity to host a deposit of scale. Obviously, we need to do a lot more drilling and work to really uh, define what that might look like and understand if and where uh, continuity might exist. Um, but yeah, super encouraging results um, to really understand that we have discovered a, a fertile system uh, of scale within the Golden Buffalo shear zone itself and the greater corridor of, of stacked shears that are also mineralized. Um, so really, really painting a larger picture of what this system is. And a question for you, Rob, what sort of challenges as a business do you envisage that you're gonna be facing uh, during the course of this year? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the challenges are real for any exploration group right now trying to operate out there. Uh, the cost of, of exploration is high, especially in the North American continent, um, as well as the cost of capital is high right now um, with suppressed markets and share prices. So I think those are some of the biggest challenges that, that all exploration groups are facing. Um, but I think, you know, we're in a really good position. We've got some money in the treasury still, uh, and we're, we're looking forward to, to kind of amplifying, uh, our corporate growth throughout this year through science and exploration and putting, putting money into the ground, um, likely raising some capital to do a robust exploration program across these, these properties, um, not just Golden Buffalo, right? But but Lewiston, which is our, our other additional flagship asset where we've got permitted targets ready to test and, and really expanding on the portfolio towards discovery. So the challenges, you know, we're, we're junior explorers, you know, anybody that tells you it's an easy road, I, you know, that <laughs> they've been very lucky. Um, it's it's a challenging business in, in, in its nature. Uh, and one of the beauties of it is, is we've been navigating that those challenges for over 15 years. And, uh, you know, we look at them as exciting opportunities typically. Obviously, we have a, a variety of different um, listeners to this uh, to this podcast. There's obviously people within the uh, mining industry. There's potentially investors, service providers. Um, what would you say to them? Why, what, why, why should they follow you as a company? Why should they follow your story and maybe even invest in uh, uh, in yourself? Sure. Well, I think you know if if you like the pursuit of discovery, we're a great group to follow. Uh, we're, we're on that pursuit. We've got a lot of really strong scientific backing to 
how we're going to prove up discovery opportunities throughout Wyoming. And uh, and we've got an incredible team to execute our plans. That's that's done it. That's proven it time and time again. Um, and so our ability to follow through is uh, is one of the things that we pride ourselves in. And we you know we, if you if you want to continue to watch a, a fun exciting story, watch this thesis build and unfold. Um, are we right? Are we wrong? I think you know that the, the scientific implications right now are, are pushing us in a in a high confidence level. But as we chip away at this, if this could potentially be Abitibi style Archean belts in Wyoming, I mean, we've got another 150 plus years in front of us of exploration uh, if you look at it from that analog. So what 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 isn't more exciting than that? And what's the uh, outlook for relevant goal for 2023? Yeah, I think um, you know again sticking to the sticking to the systematic exploration approach. Um, we're we're going to continue to to raise the corporate pro profile of the company, uh, get the story out there, cast a wider net, um, really start getting it in front of a, a lot of a wider audience. But at the same time, continuing to to pursue our exploration at Golden Buffalo, but as well as our our kind of entire um, two camps at Bradley Peak and the South Pass Camp. Uh, we see kind of limitless potential right now with our early stage proof of concept, uh, and we're ready to kind of continue to systematically build upon that towards potential discovery uh, or multiple discoveries. Um, and that's that's the plan. So for 2023, uh, you can expect us looking to, looking towards doing some some exploration at at Golden Buffalo, uh, ideally some drilling both there and at Lewiston as well. Um, and so time will tell, but that's uh, that's what's in the foreground for us. Yeah. Um, Brian, is there anything else that you want to uh, uh, finish off with and, and tell our audience? Yeah, well, I mean, Wyoming is, uh, if, if you ever have the chance to go there, Wyoming is, a, is an awesome place. It's a great place to operate. Um, it's a very mining friendly state. Um, and, and um, it, the, the people out there are just very welcoming and supportive. Um, and I think that's also a really, uh, important component of, you know, what we, what we like to say is why Wyoming, you know, all of those reasons, it's, it's really, it's a great place to operate. It's a great place to explore. Um, and it's a great community that is excited to have us there. Um, so that's, that's also really encouraging. Um, and, and so some people, haven't heard about Wyoming before. And so I always like to to kind of give more of that full spectrum of it is really a great place to be. And Rob, any final thoughts and closing comments? Yeah, I think the, you know, for the for the listeners out there, we're just happy to share the story and get it get it in front of people. And, you know, I think that it, as you as you develop a passion in geology and science, uh, my advice is follow it. Brown and I have have continued to to follow our passion and our pursuit of discovery and and it's it's bared fruit it comes with its challenges as we've discussed but i think that you know the long-term gain of of passion is is key and that's kind of my advice to everybody whether it's staff or or you know general audience it's follow your passion and and don't don't get discouraged by the challenges that it may you know put in front of you yeah certainly uh rob and brian really appreciate your time in uh sharing your story um, and tell us about Relevant Gold. Um, obviously, you've got an exciting adventure ahead of you. Um, no doubt you're, 
you've got a strong management team as you've uh, as you've explained, um, and some obviously good mentors. So uh, obviously, wish you well for the remainder of the year, and perhaps next year or later this year or next year, you can come on and give us an update. Yeah, it sounds great, Rob. We appreciate you having us. Yeah, yeah no worries. If our audience wants to um, reach out to you, if they want to obviously follow your story, uh, if they've got any questions that they want to ask you, how can they go about doing that? What social media platform channels are you on? Yeah, so you can you can follow us on on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, I believe, as well. Uh, we've got you know kind of your your standard social media accounts. Uh, you can always reach out directly through the website uh, to contact us uh, and and reach out to the group, and we'll be able to get quick response out to anybody um and brian and i you know feel free to to reach out to us through linkedin as well um that's a that's always a great platform um and you know if you need any follow-up contact from there we're we're happy to provide it just get in touch with the with the team yeah that's great and we can include those in the show notes accompanying this podcast so um wish you well for 2023 um those that are listening i hope you enjoyed that episode um new jurisdiction i don't think we've had anyone from wyoming on uh on the podcast um so obviously please uh check these guys out um obviously the contact details will be in the show notes accompanying this so um appreciate your continued support please share the podcast and this episode uh to all those people that you know within the mining industry and also outside of the mining industry as well it's good to good to share our industry uh, to the non-mining people um, so they I suppose so they get to understand what our industry is about some may be interested some may not but unless we start sharing these episodes uh, we will never know so until next time happy mining thank you for listening remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review until next time happy mining helping each other to improve the mining industry